Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Hello and welcome to another great episode of This Is The Rest Of Us. I'm going to warn you, Matt, my internet keeps giving me the sign that it might be a little unstable, so if I freeze, just let me know. Uh, (laughs) Kind of like how this season has been a little unstable, so it works. True, that does does work there. So uh, welcome, Matt, back to the This Is The Rest Of Us podcast uh, or episodes and uh, from the Scoreboard Addicts podcast. Uh, is your boy the Rook here uh, with Matt? What's going on, Matt? How's it going? What's up? How's everybody doing? Didn't cry this week. Me neither. Well, okay, so oh, like, happy no. tears, happy tears. Okay, okay. Happy tears for, for more like. Wait, wait, okay, don't give it away they, yet. They did. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we gotta go yeah, through yeah. it. We don't want to jump into it because anyone's listening to his who had like didn't watch yet for some reason. Listening, I don't know. It happens. We don't want to jump into the spoilers yet. We're gonna give a spoiler alert. We're going to give a, a synopsis about what this episode's about. Then we'll start getting into the stuff and then we'll, we'll get, we'll dive into it. So don't, don't ruin it yet. I but won't, I won't. You kind of ruin it because it's a happy tear. So who knows? Maybe it's just a happy tear moment. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, it's, I, I, listen, I'm an emotional guy. Everything makes me happy. So <laughs> you never know what it could be. Yes. And, uh, so this episode is the night before the wedding. That's the title of the episode. It is a Kevin centric, Kevin driven episode. Uh, Pretty much is going to go through the night before the wedding that we saw that uh, Madison and Beth last episode were doing these clues where the shawl was there, the bra was there, and the letter or love letter was there in Kevin's room. So now we're going through the night before to figure out who it is that Kevin will eventually end up with. Um, three choices right now currently are before we get to the episode: uh, Sophie, his long, long life lifetime love, uh, his first love. Uh, then you also have. Cassidy, who is the veteran who's currently working on the home, and they've been friends for quite some time. She was in the AA uh, with uh, Uncle Nicky, uh, so they've been in a close relationship. And then the wedding singer, who is he just meets day of the uh, night before the wedding, um, and that's that's the three choices right now. So basically, does we're she trying even to have out. a name? 
So I look so like yeah they don't actually give her her name during the show I don't think they ever said her name I don't think but so I, so I always watch with closed caption on um, because just in case I, miss, I don't want to miss anything and yeah. whenever she spoke uh, they, it said Ariel and then it and then she would speak so her name oh, was okay. Ariel even though they didn't actually give her a name her name that was her name yeah so pretty much so the spoiler alert would be closed captions being that no one else knew her name other than then. Yeah, it's true. Because I don't think they really mentioned. I actually don't think they mentioned it. Uh, I don't right. think even, so. even when she introduced herself to him, she never said her name. But you know what? And if they did, it wasn't significant enough for it to like matter. Like sink in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but before we get into this episode, because Kevin has had a wild, wild uh, love life, I guess we could say. There's been many girlfriends coming in and out. He dated Sophie. Um, uh, you know, they were married, divorced, dated again, where he had the A issue, Cassidy. And he had, uh, he was dating Beth's cousin for a while, for a few, for yeah. a season or two. Um, and then, uh, and then, I don't know, the wedding singer was, it wasn't really, I wouldn't really counter. But he also had, they showed him the Trojan girl, the State Farm girl. You know what? Uh, I, I, think you know, count... I think you know what my question's going with this, right? <laughs> I wouldn't count the wedding singer either, but she. She was thirsty for it. She was ready to, uh, you know, clear her vocals and jump on in and have a good time with Kevin. Yeah. Um, so what I'm going with is out of all of those girls, who would you say would, uh, was your favorite out of all of Kevin's past history? His love life. Okay. So I would, you know what? I'm a hopeless romantic. Sophie was just always, was always number one for me because you always, she was, she was like always there, you know, like any real flashback to where it was like an important moment, you know, Sophie was there no matter how old Mm -hmm. they were or whatever. There was always that connection. When Jack died, she was there. Yeah. You know, when Jack died and you know, they were married at so young mm-hmm. and it was just, you know, it's, she was my favorite. And then I think maybe the next one, I'd like Cassidy. I like Cassidy a lot yeah. because it's, you know, before they were like, Oh, could it be Sophie? Like before. And honestly, I know we, we shitted on Kate two episodes <laughs> ago. But really, Kate is the one to thank for bringing Sophie back, back within, back into like their lives and whatever. Because yeah, she's at the engagement uh, party for Kate. You know, and because she felt bad during you know her whole thing with Toby, Kate. You know how she didn't take Sophie's side from Thanksgiving, from like when they were teenagers. You know, yeah, when they did that flashback. And she always regretted it. And then, like, she randomly texted her. And then, you know, that's how... That's how Sophie came back. So, like, if Sophie wasn't in the fold, I, w- I would rate it Sophie and then and then Cassidy. Yeah, right. And then maybe it was what? what was it Beth's sister? Beth's cousin. cousin? Yeah. Beth's it was like cousin. a sister because Beth grew up with her cousin. Yeah. I think afterwards, right? Or something like that. Or no, the cousin, like the cousin moved in with them, with Beth and her sisters. Yes. That's, that's what it is. So I was, my, my choice is actually, I love Beth's cousin. 
I thought she was beautiful. I thought she was like stunning. Yeah. Like I just always thought that. Uh, and obviously Sophie. I think Sophie out of I mean Alexandra Breck Breckenridge, she's the actress that plays her. She's yeah. from she was in The Walking Dead. She played Rick's Love Inches for a little bit, and then she's in the show My Wife Watches Virgin River. She's the main main character. I don't watch that one. I know but I know guys bust my balls for watching this is us, but I don't go as far as watching Virgin <laughs> River. But Alexander Breckenridge is a really gorgeous woman too. She when they first show her in the beginning of the episode, she shows up and says that smile. I'm like, she's so pretty. I'm yeah. sorry, but yeah, I'm a fan <laughs> of Sophie too. Uh, it's just uh, Beth's cousin and Sophie. I just thought they were great. I mean, obviously Beth's cousin was never gonna work out with Kevin because Kevin always wanted kids. Yeah, that was never gonna work out. But all right, but that was just a little prelim or preliminary questions leading up to this episode because I just thought it was interesting because it's such a you know the six seasons. Kevin's love life has always been up and down, all always different women. So I just wanted to get that out of the way quickly. And always a smoke, always a smoke. Yeah, they're always never. And listen, I'll say it: no homo. Kevin's a good-looking dude. I was gonna say it. Too. I was actually gonna say the same thing soon. Oh, the episode, I was like, watch this episode, and you're like, he's actually, yeah, he's a, he's a handsome man. He's a very handsome man. I'm not afraid to admit that. Me neither. And I knew about Justin from Smallville. Back oh, is that what he was from? The or, yeah, back in the early 2000s. He played Green Arrow. Him. Oh, he he's the original Green one? Arrow. Yeah, he played Green Arrow toward like the end, the middle and the end of the show. And he oh, wasn't a regular for many seasons. And like once when the new Arrow show started and they had Stephen Amell, everybody goes, oh, we want yeah. Justin, justice for Justin. And he was like, yeah, it's all right. And then, yeah. you know, a couple of years down the line, you know, obviously This Is Us, which was, I think, a better role for him. Yeah. Because no Stephen Amell's a good actor, too, though. I, I love Stephen Amell. He's he's awesome. He's a great follow on Twitter. You know, Did you ever see um, Heels? I didn't want – you know what? He's really good in it. I watched maybe two episodes, and I wanted to watch it more, but I just didn't have – the time to like, hey, without, pay attention to it. You know, we should do it. That's your next show. I'll do it. I'm, yeah, I'm ready. It's on Flex. Yeah, I watched. I watched the first six. So we should do that show next. Maybe we'll get our man card back. Do a little yeah, wrestling. right. <laughs> we have. Let's but let's relinquish our man cards once again and talk about this is us. Uh, <laughs> so let's start this episode off. Uh, starts off the show. Um, you know, once again, Kevin the night before the wedding. Obviously, title of the episode, and starts off by uh, you know the wedding singer singing uh, one of my favorite songs, a classic Elvis Presley song. Who uh, uh, fools? Is it fool? I don't know. Is it called Fools Russian? I think it's called Fools Russian. I or, no, I think can't help falling in love. Everyone knows this song. It's a, I played it at my wedding. I danced with my grandmother to it because my grandmother loved that. To all my grandma's like all time favorite song, so I danced with her at my wedding to it. Um, That's awesome. I don't. I don't remember that. It was, a, it was, it was towards the end of the night. Going. Many people probably don't remember that happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I danced for that. So that was that was playing, and then Randall comes up. To, first of all, Oliver, that guy, <laughs> the guy was sloshed. Yeah. The, the cousin, the British cousin. <laughs> My wife goes. Wife goes. Good thing the cap closed caption is on because I would not understand anything he's saying right now. <laughs> Because one, it's the accent, and then he's also drunk, so she's yeah, that, it's never like, a good thing. But um, and then Sophie walks in, uh, and that's the scene I was talking before. I was like, she smiles, looks at Kevin, and I'm like, that girl, that is a one, that's one pretty woman. 
Uh, yeah. So you get a beautiful smile. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's how the episode starts. So they kind of jump into it and then they show what happens from there on out. And I think we kind of have this little adventure of Kevin and Sophie together where she loses her luggage. Not to not to cut you off, but yeah. what oh, I love ahead. is Randall and Kevin are talking. And then Randall's like dancing. He goes, so bro, you know, what happened last night? Oh, right, Kevin's right. like, it's a long story. And then you know Randall, oh, always with like the the one-liners that really set things up. And he's like, but was it a good story? Oh, right, and right. And then I, I mean, for me, that really took me in as a as a viewer, not to sound corny or anything, because then it was like, all right, I felt like something like big was going to happen or yeah. something like meaningful. Yeah, and I think I kind of, so I guess right now we'll give a spoiler alert here because we're going to start talking about the episode, but uh, I, I, I was pretty much right when I said the wedding sing was just a red herring. I don't know if you know that term. Do you know what I mean by red herring? Explain it for the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> not for you, of course. But for no, not for me. So, red herring is a term we used in law school whenever we did a, uh, a legal, um, you know, essay question. So basically what they would do is they would try to give you some sort of fact or something that would stick out uh, to distract you from what the question is actually going to be. So we call that a red herring, which is pretty much what the wedding singer was. I mean, she was just like, just a, a throw in. She was like, yeah. basically, just to get your attention to make you think, oh my God, could they actually do this? They could make him fall in love with somebody new. Is she going to be this new character? It's going to be a part of his life. Um, so it's kind of where I was like, she's a red herring. Cause it's just to distract your attention just for the time being before you get to the actual ending. And one of our, one of our listeners, CP, reached out to me and said, I just listened to the episode of last week and just watched, you know, the real episode of This Is Us uh, earlier. And kind of like what I was saying last week, too, that the wedding singer was just going to be like someone who opened his eyes to who he, you know, should be with or do. I mean, it's not a spoiler alert. I'm pretty sure there's not one person who thought he was going to be with the wedding. What it's, it just yeah. wouldn't make sense. It would. It would. It would be something that would like. It would probably would have made us mad again as fans because we already lost the the Kate and Toby. Yeah. You know, and then like now to have like it not be Kevin and Sophie at the end, it's like, come on. It, it would have been an fun. unnecessary 1999 Vince Russo WCW swerve <laughs> that just didn't make any sense. It at makes all. sense. That's true, that's true. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they have this great moment. Like, them just – I don't want to go through each and everything, but they go to, like, the dry cleaners. They have a story about her not having enough money. She had to learn how to do this from her mother. Uh, you know, she's looking for clothes because she lost the luggage. And Kevin drives her around the very nice car that he rented for the wedding. Um, they I love that it said, it said just married in the back. And they're yeah, like, yeah, we should, uh, we should get rid of this. And then it is at the vineyard when they're walking around that is – uh, discovered that Sophie is now divorced. And Kevin was like, oh, really? <laughs> Kevin went from oh, thinking she was married to, you know, I'm going to respect yeah, my feelings respect. and not push anything. But, yeah, once she goes, yeah, I'm divorced. He was like, oh, what was that? Yeah, he's like, say, man, he's saying what? Yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly... I think I did too. Like I was, you know, me and my wife were watching, and then once you it like, was said, "You're like Sophie," I, I perked up. I was like, "I'm like laying back. I'm like, 
I'm like, she's gonna string him along, you know, and yeah. then be like, oh, I can't. What was his name? Gary Barry Grant. Grant. Might as well be. No, Greg. I'll get the Grant in a minute. Give yeah. me, a, give me a minute. I'll get there. And once, yeah, once it was announced that she was divorced, I started to like, you know, perk up. I sat up. My posture was like straight. I was like listening because I wanted to hear like what was next and like where it would lead to. And it was, it was good. And they have a really good chemistry together. Uh, actors as actors, I was saying was the Alexander Breckenridge and Kevin, like that whole scene in the grocery was like really good. I thought I enjoyed it. It was like just, and it's cool because it was like as if they were rediscovering each other. Yeah. And like redoing that whole courtship, I guess uh, that's the term. Um, but yeah, I thought that was great. And then like, obviously the, how we get to why there's a bra in his room is that they come very close to starting to get, do the deed. And then she stops him because he says, it smells like her old shampoo. <laughs> I was like, Bro, Kevin, it's just don't talk, dude. Just, just keep going. Keep going. Don't, don't make comments. Just keep going. So when she was, when she was like un- unbuttoning, you know, her blouse ready to, or the dress, whatever it was, ready to take it off. I'm like. I'm like, the bras, I'm like, it's not going to be pink. It's going to be a swerve. It's not going to be pink. What is happening? And then once you saw it was pink, I was like, my man. And then once it came off, I was like, let's go. Yeah. I'm like, he's about to tap it. About time. It's been <laughs> so long. And then. Well, also, I think it was a little, it was, I thought it was pretty intense for an NBC show, right? It was like, what? Nine forty-five, nine thirty. Yeah, it was I like, think yeah. it comes on. It's not. I mean, it's listen. Not too much. I mean, it's not like we saw a side boob or anything. I was going to say we, just, we got a side boob, been really good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if it was a side boob, this would have been a, a visual podcast. And yeah, we would have brought the clip up. We'd yeah, like, oh, here's the clip, real quick. Of uh, uh, but yeah, that was, and then obviously that that was the bra that was left. And we already knew the show. We already knew the show was from Cassidy because she came in last episode. Yeah, and, and she said it. But, I mean, back to him smelling her hair, he was just getting in the mood. Like, Herbal Essence, listen, it it smells good. But it wasn't Herbal Essence. It's not a bad smell. It wasn't, but it was, if you think about it. Which leads to, like, further down the line of of the episode. It wasn't, but it kind of was. And I'll I'll get into that. I think a Schrodinger's cat is the cat in the box or not. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Last week we had Pavlo's dog. That was the other one we, we talked about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we're talking about Schrodinger's cat. But yeah, I mean, and then from there, and then I kind of knew how to feel on the love letter was going to be from the wedding singer, but not be a love letter. I was like, it's definitely like lyrics. Like she's a writer. Yeah, it just, but, it's, it just didn't make sense last week when Beth yeah. and Madison were reading it. And Beth was like hyped, no matter what it said. She goes, "All right, what's this say?" Like reading and shit, and it was like, "It's like, what does this mean?" She's like, "I don't know what it means, but it means love." <laughs> yeah, yeah, she didn't know what it <laughs> But it was, it was good though, because it wasn't really like the wedding singer actually even. He, she wasn't in, insightful at all. Like she didn't say it. Like she wrote the lyrics, because that's the lyrics when she was watching Kevin when she was singing the song, saying about who are you waiting for at the door. Um. But like it's that was just like a minor thing. Like she didn't really like give him a speech or a pep talk about like being in love. It was just that like four, like what was it? I guess five or six lines of a song she wrote that like inspired him. I guess. And 
and that too, and I feel like I just just started this now. It was like a test in a way for him because in previous seasons when he was younger, if he got shot down by two people, mm. you know, he would just be like, "Hey, Did he got shot by Cassidy, got shot down Cassidy yet?" I don't know. I remember. I'm trying to think. No, no, you're right. That was after. So okay, so he was shot down by just Sophie at that point. Just by Sophie. So like, I feel like. He was looking for a rebound. At that he was point. looking for, like, the older Kevin would have jumped on that rebound. You know? Yeah, like... He, he would have been, like, Matumbo up grabbing that and, and calling it a day. But, yeah. you know, he... And I just said she was thirsty. Oh, bro, oh, come on. The way she, she walked, walked in... When she first gave him the hug? Like, you didn't have to give him a hug. You could just pretend that conversation. She knew what drink he was drinking. Oh, Granted, yeah. Well, that was her thing, was that was... She watches everyone. That's what she does when she... Yeah. Yeah, everyone who everyone whose dick she wants to suck. That's who she <laughs> Jesus wants. <to> Christ. <laughs> oh my god. It's it's ten forty six, so it's get wild there. I yeah. am drinking though. I'm drinking. I'm trying to keep it a little more PG, but Oh uh, okay, PG. I did, I did drop I did PG. drop a few I did drop a few F bombs already though. But this is Listen. the old school I have the Gatorade bottle. This is the old school we used to drop on the uh the train to the ferry to the city. We'd fill the Gatorade with vodka. Nice. Mix it. So I got I, do you remember Operation Ginger Ale? Yeah, that was funny. What's not? What's up? Well, let's not get lost here. Yeah, yeah, not get lost. <laughs> I thought of Ginger Ale because of Kevin, but oh I mean, yeah, yeah. If, if you think about it, but he doesn't have singer, alcohol in his ginger ale because he's a, he's alcohol recovering alcoholic. He is, and the wedding singer knew it was ginger ale, so maybe she was on Operation Ginger Ale, waiting <laughs> for him to walk in, and she was thirsty. She wanted it, and I'm glad that he. Resisted the temptation. He and did. He did resist did the right thing. Well, this brings us to the next point, which was really funny. Was the scene with Kevin and Uncle Nicky in the in the hotel? What well, did? Uh, let me ask you something. <laughs> what did Uncle Nicky want with the ice, ice bucket? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know where that ice was going, but I'm glad that he didn't explain it to us, and I'm glad I, he was shot down twice. I'm, I, I actually kind of wanted to know what's going to happen. Him and Edie. Him and Edie were going to get busy that night. They were. Look at Nicky, though. He looks so happy. He's uh, he's in love, finally. He's he's not as miserable as he was before. Uh, good for him. You know, yeah. He reminded me of the bucket ice was... Uh, reminded him of Happy Man... Uh, I'm saying Happy Man... Happy... No. What is it? Billy Madison. When uh, he's in the room, he's in the tent with Veronica Vaughn. She's like, well, what do you want to do right now? He's like, uh, well, two things I want to have is a bucket of ice and a nine iron. <laughs> That's like when Nikki was like, I'm alone eating in this hotel. What do I want? A bucket of ice and a nine iron. The nine iron was already in the room. He was heading to <laughs> yeah, the ice yeah, machine. He the bucket of ice. <laughs> I thought he was going to say he just finished having sex. That's what I thought he was going to say. Yeah. He was in the robe and everything. I got to get some ice to cool down after having sex. <laughs> I I like Nikki. Nikki definitely adds a lot of excitement. He does. He's funny too now. He's not as miserable. But he's always funny, even though he was miserable. He was like a funny, miserable guy, and now he's yeah. just a funny, happy guy. So it's it is. I a mean, good, he's good having thing. he's having sex. That's why he's happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anyone, anyone. Yeah, that's that's definitely a key to happiness. Yeah. <laughs> so you have you have uh, so you have Nikki runs it. And he runs into Cassidy, and him and Cassidy go back to the room. That's when she leaves a shawl there. Uh, she basically just tells them they're best friends. They're not anything more than that. They're just friends. Well, that's because. That point. Well, I mean, don't 
he's reading the note from the wedding singer. Yeah. And then yeah. he mentioned, he's like, Oh yeah, he's kind of mentioned to the like, wedding singer. Yeah. And she's like, I think, she's like, we should be together. And yeah. Cassidy's like, no. Yeah, he kind of was like, yeah, I think we should be together. And she was like, no, we really don't, like, we don't work well. Yeah. Like, we're not that. We're just friends. I got and giddy. Employer. Employee. So, like, uh, yeah. If she really wanted to get him, she should have hit him with a sexual harassment suit afterwards. <laughs> he is an actor. I mean, the Me Too movement is definitely going after him, so she would have cashed out. Yes. But I liked that not only did she say, no, we're friends, she's like, no, we're best friends. Because really, yeah, yeah. the only friend that of the family that we see in the show was Miguel with Jack. Mm-hmm. You never really saw Rebecca's friends. Who's Kevin's friends with? Who's Randall? Like, um, they don't have any like outside friends. So like, she's like the only really support system. Well, Madison won. Madison. Okay, Madison. That's right. Yeah. Madison with Madison with Kate. Yeah. And then you know Sophie Madison and, and Kevin. Randall with Jay Wan. Jay Wan. That's right. Okay, so. Debunked, live. <laughs> Who is he? Yeah, yeah. Who is uh, the kid? Was who's the kid? The little kid that dates Deja. Little... What was his name? Malik. Malik. Malik was he was Randall's friend. He was until he broke Randall's trust. That son of a bitch. And <laughs> side note, I think Malik would be a fantastic Miles Morales for Spider Man. Oh, uh, I agree with that. Yeah, Just saying. yeah. He's he's small. He's yeah. That, that's good. Yeah. I like that. That he would be. He's a good actor. I don't. I don't hate Malik. I'm just joking around. But yeah. oh, he was a good actor. He was good in the show. Malik's gangster. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he keeps it real, bro. Randall's like, yeah, you can't date Deja no more. He's like, all right. Next episode, she goes on goes to Boston. Yeah, like, he's like, yeah, bring her, <laughs> bring her to Boston with me, bro. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, we can't date. All right. Yeah, he's like, too bad, bro. Um, so then that brings me to. Uh, well, I'm trying to think. It was oh, which brings me to Grant because they do a flashback real quick about Grant. First of all, Grant, let's go. Let's, all right, guy, let's be real right now. Yeah. No one knows what TiVo is anymore, all right? TiVo is so antiquated. And, and not even that. That's as of right now, as of 2022. This place takes place five years later. So as of 2027, I guarantee no one's going to know what TiVo was. So that stupid joke that you make about Kevin is dumb and antiquated. And I don't like it. And I don't like you, Grant, for the five minutes you're on TV. You were annoying. You annoyed me. You know what? They did right by naming him Grant because that may be one of the most unlikable names that there is. Because you ever meet meet a nice Grant? <laughs> I don't really know any Grants. Don't but if you did, is Hugh Grant? That's not really his first name; it's his last name. I mean, he doesn't look like a nice guy, Hugh Grant. Let's be honest; <laughs> like he's he's not to get off topic, but they did great with picking the name Grant because it was just it's. The complete opposite of Kevin. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he was not likable. He always should have named Philip Grant. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Philip should have been a Grant. Uh, I don't like him either. Uh, so, wait, actually, speaking of that, I was talking to Brandon. She said someone was um, was t- commented on one of the This Is Us pages, and they said they don't like Philip and Kate together because they have zero chemistry. <laughs> And I kind of agree with that. There really isn't any chemistry between them. 
like when they're on screen together, they're not that great together. Because I feel like they've been on screen together most of the time. It was like confrontational in a way to where it wasn't really pleasant. And then when they were together, it was like three seconds and they're like, let's get married. And it's like, well, okay, that like, I guess because the episode just like they had to move forward so fast that there wasn't time for them to have the chemistry, which is probably why we don't see them together that much. Well, yeah, it was rushed, yeah. But but even now with the, it was like their wedding day and how often did we see them together? Like a couple of scenes really? I guess maybe down the line, which probably won't be next week's episode because it just seems to be focused on one person. Yeah, it's going to be on Miguel next week. It's. I agree though. It's. It's weird, but for some reason, maybe it's because he's British. I feel like it works <laughs> in a way. That's why I think it doesn't work. <laughs> you have to be British. I guess it's last week too. Like she lives in LA. Like England's a far away from LA. There's no need for them to be British. They could have just been anybody else. But I'm not gonna go back to Philippines. Yeah. Let's not go back. Let's not go back there again. But yeah, we can. Right, we we so, move forward. After all that stuff with Grant and the flashback, they go back. Um, they basically, well, I mean, we kind of missed the point that, like, the reason why they didn't sleep together, him and Cassidy, was that because she basically saying that, well, not Cassidy, sorry, Sophie, is that she's like, I don't want you to fall in love with the woman who I was. I want you to fall in love with the woman who I am now. And I feel like when you're thinking about the shampoo, yep. you know, that's what it is. So she really wasn't into it at that point. And then we have the ending of the show uh, where Rebecca is still obviously dealing with Alzheimer's and she says to Sophie that like, you know, it may not work out right now, but eventually you guys will, you know, work out at a better time when you guys, when it's right, the time is right. And, you know, Kevin, the better is, you know, eventually he'll get there. He'll be a husband. Yeah. If you want. And, uh, and that kind of, you know, helps Kevin out. Uh, you know, Rebecca being a great wing woman at that point. Yeah. Uh, her son, <laughs> Kevin. Looney, Looney Rebecca getting her son laid. <laughs> That's not nice. No, it's not nice. But it's, it's, but That's it's not nice, Matt. To, to, <laughs> we still go, laughed at it, though. <laughs> it's funny. To go back to what you were saying, I agree with that. The reason why I feel Sophie was like... She reacted the way she did because of him saying, you know, what her shampoo smelled like. That was him, like kind of what she said, remembering her from the past. Yeah. To where they weren't good. As good as they were, as they looked together, they both were not in the right stage in their life to be together. Yeah. So she didn't want to go down the same path at the age that she was. Divorced twice, I think. And then yeah, Kevin and Grant. Yeah, I wasn't sure if there was another one in the middle. I don't think so. I mentioned it. I don't think. So there's two divorces. I mean, smoking hot. She didn't want to go through a third one because then <laughs> it just doesn't look good. And Kevin, and then, and I think this is another thing is they're like a lot older than 45 now. Both of them, because they mentioned that 45. First of all, they both don't look 45. No. Like, yeah, the show fast forwarded. But at this point now, Kevin has his kids already. He always wanted a family. He has the kids. Yeah. It's a little different, but I feel like at 45, I mean, you probably could still have a kid, but I mean, if they do make kids, be one, like, they're going to be good looking kids because those yeah. are really good looking people. Forget it. You know? And also, a little spoiler too, which is what, before they were even, you know, 
about to bang until she freaked out. You're um, so uh, <laughs> listen. Really bad. Been, Bob I, I, I have to. <laughs> I have to talk like this because it's bad enough that we cry during it and we yeah. acknowledge we that we like, cry. But I have to throw some, you know, some dude testosterone in here or something. Yeah. So, um, play about to bone. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> she gave a little spoiler when he was talking about his grays and stuff that he was getting older, and that like he had some like gray in the beard. He wanted to like dye it. She goes, no. She goes, I like the gray. Like I would never want like the beard. Like you to dye your beard or something along. I'm not. I'm definitely not saying it word for word, but yeah, she mentioned something how she didn't want him to do that. How she liked the gray in the beard, and in the earlier season, maybe this one, but in the when they did the fast forward to the future, he had oh, he's gray. gray in the beard and his hair was gray. So yeah, that's a I'm good like, point. oh, wow. I'm like, okay, I'm like, it's catch. I'm like, it's it's her, but yeah, that's I, a listen, good catch. I, thank you, thank you, and I know I think about that. I know saying Looney Rebecca isn't nice, but she's been the MVP of the past three episodes. She's been the MVP of the entire show. Come on, everyone. No, no, she has. But with the (laughs) disasters, you know, Jack going on his stroll and, you know, she finds him. (laughs) Jack on his stroll. (laughs) Um, I actually wrote a note because there was something else. It was Jack going on his stroll. And then she's asking Randall for his autograph. Like, oh, I want your autograph on your president. Yeah. Like, it was just so she could remember, which was cool. And then everyone was worried about her singing the song at the wedding. She pulled through. Yeah, she pulled she through. sang it. For Kate. And, you know, Kevin's trying to find... I'll make this nicer. Kevin's trying to find love. And it was always going to be Sophie. So yeah. it was it was Sophie's choice. <laughs> and Sophie is the choice. Yes. And Rebecca was just like I guess because she didn't know what time she was in, she thought yeah. they were, you know, they were still young and they were first married. She wasn't like hyping her son up. Like nah. what, like, what like, a, like a normal parent would do. Like, oh, you know, my son's great. I know this and this happened. She was like, listen, he's young. The time's not right now. When the time is right, you guys will. And like the way she spoke about Kevin makes sense why when she looks at Kevin, she sees Jack. Because Jack was almost the same way. Yeah, that makes sense. You You know, with Jack, his drinking and stuff, it was almost not the right time for him and Rebecca to where they almost didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And then he got better, you know, he made himself better and it worked out that they found, you know, it worked, worked out for them because they fell in love, they got married. So I think maybe that's why Rebecca, Rebecca definitely sees Jack within, in, in within Kevin, Kevin yeah. which is why she sees him as that. <clears throat> I love this when she's just like, he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's just so blunt about it. He's an idiot. And, and I and I think that I think when once she said that, Sophie started laughing because she thought maybe that she knew what was happening within the current time. Yeah. Pronounced how when Sophie was laughing because she thought 
Rebecca meant current Kevin's an idiot. But when oh, she's yeah, yeah. talking about teenage Kevin, Kevin, yeah, I think maybe Sophie saw it from a different point of view yeah. to that. Whatever happened in the past was so long ago that it didn't matter. You know, and yeah. then, you know, I love the speech. The speech was great. For Sophie's speech. Yeah. Yeah, I love that speech. Too. And Randall's too, to pump him up to get him to go over to her. Yeah. You know, it's like she's divorced. This is this is your girl. Get in there, and it's well. The Buffalo Bills one. He was like, "That was great. That was." He's like, "It's like, do you know what happened to them? Like, come on, Kevin. How do you not know what happens when someone loses the Super Bowl? The the shirts go over that meme yeah. with those little kids. Yeah, the little kids like, <laughs> the Patriots shirts comes Sunday. Yeah, whatever. Like <laughs> Monday, whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, the um, of it. He's like half the world thinks the Buffalo Bills are the best football team ever." Yeah, like, that's how insane this world is, and it's true. That I didn't even thought about that way. Like, granted, here in, in America, we're just like Buffalo Bills. What a, what an embarrassment losing four straight Super Bowls. But someone who doesn't watch football and someone, especially when the clothes were donated to you as a kid, and you got Buffalo Bills championship gear every every January in the nineties, you got to be like, this team is fucking awesome. Right? <laughs> <laughs> They're always winning championships. So it is. It is crazy. The world is nuts because there's. You always think about that too. Like, just like in any day life, like how crazy the world is. Like, there's a billion, maybe more than that, different things that are going on in our lives. Like, we're doing this right now. We're recording a podcast, and like, there's so many things going on. Now. Babies being bored, people saying goodbye, loved ones. You know, people falling in love right now. All this is currently people happening. banging. Like it's <laughs> like it's people boning. Boning. Fucking to the nine high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like this is all happening in the same place. This is how insane the world is, and this show was why I've always loved the show. It's just that it's it's just true to life, and I've said this like the last two episodes too. Was is that it's just true to life? Like the world is <laughs> the world's fucking insane. Yeah, it just is. So if you could be happy and find happiness with whatever it is you're, you got going on, then that's the most important thing. And you just got to stick to it. And who gives a shit about the rest of it? Take your shots, throw the Hail Marys, go downfield, whatever you can do, hit a home run, strike out. No one gives a shit as long as you try. Uh, and that's the, I think that's the important thing that Randall gave in that speech. Yeah. You, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky. First of all, I'm Not drinking while he's. <laughs> almost spit my Gatorade all over my computer. Yeah, uh, 100% of the shots you don't take. Is Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott, <laughs> Matt O'Day. <laughs> uh, I will agree with you that, though. This is the most realistic slash unrealistic show on TV. Oh, yeah. 100%. In a way, because it's real for how dysfunctional families are. And it's kind of unrealistic to how they overcome everything. In a way, <laughs> yeah. almost. Uh... You know, but like, it's... Listen, I, I get the point and the meaning of it, but it definitely... I think maybe that's why I... I like it so much and I can yeah. I, I relate to it in a way because I feel like certain situations like as they may not be the same detail for detail but like I've experienced so that's why I like watching it I get emotional because I think of certain things that happen to me 
during yeah. this, and then it's like, wow, I'm like this, I'm like this shit does happen. It's like this is like a real, this is us because this is like their family and what they go through, and yeah. everyone goes through shit, and it's like, it's it's a nice way to kick back and relax and be like, wow, you know, while you can go through so many heartaches, there are silver linings, and you will like get through the storm so that's yeah, the message i do like that they send yeah also it's not as true to life because like every time i get together with my family we don't always have dramatic things happen <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah a family event so many crazy things so the end of the episode sophie i almost said sophia sophie and kevin are together have their happily ever after kevin finally finds the one his rebecca the thing he's always been after love his life and they show you even they and they show you too that he kept the the Valentine's Day card from when he first met her. Love it. Um, and then new yeah. student. He was hyped. It was yeah. like literally love at first sight. And I queued this up for them because I think I found their wedding song. Can you hear it? Yeah, I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Good song. That's your wedding song, Kevin and Sophie. Great song, Kofi. I listen. I don't. I don't drink coffee in the morning, but I'll take me a cup of Kofi. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. That's their, <laughs> their hashtag. That's the hashtag Kofi. It's better than Katobi. Katobi's a horrible hashtag. Doesn't even go. They were. That's how we knew they weren't destined to be together because they they didn't have a good ship name. You know why they weren't destined to be together? <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. People can get offended again. Okay. We upset a lot of people last time. We, uh, we upset. Yeah. We we, but uh, hashtag hate for Kate. No, it's yeah. fucking Kate's fault. That's why they're not together right now. Kate is fucking miserable. <laughs> miserable bitch. Miserable since day fucking one. Day one. Uh, day one. Just go so, in the pool, bitch. Go in the pool and go swimming. Stop being complicated. It's family day. Everyone's there. Go in the water. <laughs> so, what do you? How did you feel about this? I, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was really good. I didn't cry. Actually. Check check that. Did cry. Only reason why I cried wasn't because something happened on the show. Something happened in real life. My wife is six months pregnant, and I'm finally able to feel the baby kick. So my wife was like, "The baby's moving. The baby's moving." So I ran over, felt her stomach, and I was like, "Ah, don't cry, don't cry." <laughs> and she gave me a huge kick, the baby. So I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like that's insane. It's Cause it's crazy. Because like the she first felt you crying, she's like, "Man up, daddy, stop." <laughs> yeah, she's like you kicked her. She's like you. you She's like, oh god. She's like, I have to deal with uh, this guy for the rest of my life. But she was like, it was really funny because um, it's just like one of those things where, like, you know, as a father, you don't really usually they would say you come, you become a father when you first see the baby when the baby's born. When a mother becomes a mother when she first gets pregnant. So that's like one of the sayings. But like for so the first like four or five months, you don't feel the baby. You don't really feel the baby being there as a father. Like you know, the baby's there, but you don't get it. Like you only see it through sonograms. But when you finally feel that, and it's like. Oh my god! Like there's another, there's a human, and they're coming. So I did I did cry during the show for that. But that's just uh, that's just me sharing personal experience with the rest of our podcast audience. So next week is going to be all about Miguel. We talked about this before. It's going to start from the beginning. Um, basically, it looks like he's going to begin beginning of his life. It's going to be a start, and then me and Matt were saying, I don't know. Do we say this? I think we might have said it off the podcast. I don't know if we said it yet, but we. Said I think that. we said it off. We said it off. Was that possibly an end? Which would be very sad because I think Miguel's a very good character, but I think it. it Honestly, they, 
they've never done his life before. So we don't really know much about Miguel's backstory besides everything that he's with Rebecca and they meet again. So I think it's going to be very interesting next week. I agree. Um, I feel like Miguel, I think I said this before, he's like the unsung hero of the Pearsons because mm. he really kept that family together when Jack was alive, when Jack died. Yeah. When, you know, he married Rebecca, when, you know, Rebecca's going through all her hardships right now. And I feel, I feel like you never saw him either. He is the only person that you never see in the flash forward. Mm-hmm. So, you know, especially, I don't know, a few seasons ago, you know, they show Rebecca in, in bed. Randall walks in. He says, hi, mom. It's your son, Randall. She looks, you know, it looks like it's toward the end. And then you see an older person sit in bedside by her with a wedding ring on. And you think it's Miguel, but it's Nikki. Right, and right. This was before Nikki even started. Um, they even showed him with Edie. Yeah, like Edie wasn't even introduced yet at this point. No, not even. She was only introduced to the beginning of this season, I believe. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, and and that happened when like Nikki was introduced. And Nikki was introduced like in season like three or four or something like that. Like, a long yeah, time. so you know, you you literally saw everybody up to this point right now. You've seen all of the main cast in the future. You don't see Kate in the house, but you saw her in the Katobi episode in the when they go see Jack. Jack. Yeah. So Miguel is the only one that you don't see. And, you know, when, like a month ago, when the episode, when the final four episodes were released, and I saw Miguel was the first of the, of the last four, I was like, shit. I'm like, he's going to get got. This is going to be it. <laughs> well, he's not going to get got. He's not going to have him whacked. He's not going to get whacked, but it's going to... Oh, Miguel just got... Sh- it was a shootout. Miguel was involved in it. He yeah. got shot at the diner. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be not, sad. It's, but it's definitely going to be sad. He didn't upset the mafia boss. Yeah. It's going to be... I think it's going to be... I think next week will be an emotional episode where I actually cry due to... The episode, not in my own personal life, but uh, I, I believe it's going to be the beginning of Miguel, and unfortunately, it's not to like sound too depressing. It's going to be like the end of Miguel too, because it's it just doesn't to me the writing's on the wall that he's getting his own episode, the final four, yeah. and you never see him. I hope I'm wrong. I like Miguel. I hope I'm wrong too. I mean, I hope you're wrong too. We're both wrong. Yeah, because I'm I'm agreeing with you. I hope you're you know what. Okay, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I want to be wrong. <laughs> I want, yeah, I definitely want to be wrong about this. So, all right. Well, I think that about wraps up the review for the night before the wedding. Sorry, we got a little distracted at <laughs> some points, not discussing the episode so much. But we're happy. Kevin and Sophie are back together, and uh, for us here, uh, the podcast. <laughs> I guess we'll say goodbyes and then we'll play out with Kevin and so- Sophie's wedding song. So go ahead, Matt. Say your goodbyes. Bye. <laughs> that was really great. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. See you next week, guys. <laughs> I'm waving my lighter right now. <laughs> <I'll do. laughs>